Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and well, today's actually Wednesday. Um, if Eddie posts this today, then yeah, it is Wednesday, and for today's uh, rewind, I want to take a look at personally one of my one of the movies that really just disappointed me, um, and that would be. X-Men Dark Phoenix the 2019 uh should we say coup de gras or should we say last gasp let's I right, let's say coup de gras cuz this was uh Fox's last run with the X-Men franchise cuz they did put out new mutants but this is Fox's last gasp. Um, yeah, let's go with last gasp. It's the last gasp of the X-Men franchise under Fox's tutelage. Now, let's uh, let's just start with short and sweet. What is the plot of X-Men: Dark Phoenix? The X-Men protectors of peace. Jean Grey is one of the most beloved X-Men, but when a mission goes wrong, Jean is exposed to a dark and ancient power. This power has destroyed everything it comes in contact with, until her. Now that this power is becoming unstable, she releases it with destruction and anger. Now that this foreign power is consuming her, and the world is threatened, the X-Men have to face an important truth. They must save either the world... Or their friend that threatens it. Now, I think everyone was pretty pumped when uh, they finally teased Dark Phoenix at the end of Apocalypse. Um, I think everyone is. It's probably one of the most beloved uh, storylines of the X-Men canon. Um, I mean, it's just a fucking shame that uh, Fox gets its hand around it. Um, but it's not the first time that we've seen it. And I think what sucks is that it's not that they're incapable of producing a good movie. It really is just a fucking wonder where everything goes wrong. <clears throat> because we've seen good movies. Uh, the original X-Men, the one that came out in 2000. Uh, fine. Great debut. I think everyone loved it for the most part. Um, what else? Uh, X2, again, beloved. Considered one of the best sequels in superhero movies. Uh, very well done. Everyone loved it. Very good. X3. Uh, it was fine. Our first run in with the Phoenix Saga, it was fine. Um, wasn't the greatest in my opinion. Would I take it over this hunk of garbage that we were given? Um, and this time around, honestly, yeah, I would. I would definitely take it over what they gave us this time around. Cause, man. It's not that they had a bad cast. This cast is actually really good. Um, oh, and then also... Um, 
Wolverine, the sequel to X-Men Origins Wolverine, loved it, thought Wolverine was really good, um, we were also given, which one else, Logan, Logan came out in 18 before this, um, again, stupendous, probably considered one of the best comic book movies ever, Logan, uh, so much so that people were petitioning it to be, uh, to be nominated for Oscars, which I think Hugh Jackman should have been nominated. There's no one else that I could say embodied a character more than him, and who's done it for so long. He did it for 20 years. I mean, Jesus, that's more than most people. Um, we had Days of Future Past. We had X-Men First Class. X-Men First Class was really good. It was a really good, uh, quote-unquote, uh, reintroduction to uh, the X-Men franchise. Um, Days of Future Past, you brought the... Mm. <sighs> I'm not saying I hated Days of Future Past, because I actually really loved it. I think it was also a really good addition to the franchise, um, I think the only problem I had with Days of Future Past, and this goes with a lot of the X-Men movies, is that they have a problem with introducing characters and not doing anything with them. Uh, Days of Future Past were introduced to fucking Bishop, a beloved character from the X-Men franchise. And they do jack shit with him. Like, Jesus, man. Uh, the only thing they ever did was Quicksilver. That was the only one that they gave a fucking push to. Um, and Apocalypse. They fucking toted that they were going to... Oh, they we're bringing in Jubilee. Fan favorite from the 90s X-Men uh, cartoon series. Jubilee. Does nothing. Absolutely nothing in that movie we don't even get to see her powers unless you look at the deleted scenes what the fuck now do i count deadpool as a part of the x-men franchise i mean you have to because it is part of the x-men franchise but i think the only reason i don't count it so much is because that's ryan reynolds's baby and he, I'm pretty sure he'd be damned if they fucked it up. I'm pretty sure he made sure that they got that they didn't have their grubby little fucking fingers on it. Um, and yeah, this was uh Fox's last outing with uh the X Men movies. Granted, uh, if if I recall correctly, uh, none of the cast was uh scheduled. To uh, to come back for this movie. This was this movie wasn't really planned. Uh, it was kind of hinted, but it was never really written into anyone's contract. It was really um, petitioning from the the actors like uh, Jennifer Lawrence, who wanted Simon Kinberg uh, to direct it because he's a longtime writer for the X Men movies. Everyone wanted him to direct. Boy, was that a fucking <laughs> Was that fucking... Ugh, that was horrible. Um, 
But yeah, so the movie begins with the X-Men. They've become sort of like the Justice League. Uh, people love them. After they save the world in Apocalypse. Another thing <laughs> that really just irks me about the X-Men franchise is just how they kind of they skip time a lot and it's very annoying they skip time and then yeah they skip time and we don't know what fucking time it is uh i'm i'm thinking this is supposed to take place in the 90s because the last movie took place in the 80s when um uh return uh return of the jedi came out so this one should take place in the 90s if i'm correct um i just don't get why they do this so much like why they have to jump so much um yes but we're in the mid 90s or i say mid 90s um x-men are huge people love them um, a, uh, astronaut, uh, voyage gets thwarted, and the president asks, uh, Charles Xavier for a favor. So, Charles Xavier, being the good little, uh, lapdog that he is, and wants to keep, uh, mutants in good standing with humans, uh, sends his team up there. And the X-Men team consists of Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, uh, Nightcrawler, Quicksilver, um, Mystique, and Beast. A little different to what we're used to seeing. Um, no Angel, even though I think he died in the last one. Um. Psylocke is another wasted character. She didn't fucking talk at all. She talked like a couple times in uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse was wasted. The dude's supposed to look like pretty much like Thanos. And they shit that bed real quick. Um, but yeah. Uh, so they go up into space. Uh, things go awry. Jean gets left in the spaceship when a cloud of mysterious energy uh, hits her. And pretty much un- attaches itself to her and thus unlocks her uh, abilities to a far grander scale. And then we're introduced to these weird aliens, quote unquote, not scrolls, because they're not allowed to use scrolls, because <laughs> contracts. Um, and they're after Jean Grey because she can harness this power. It does again sounds very dumb i know uh but yes uh these scrolls are going after her too uh she starts uh these powers start really eating at her start making her more aggressive and thus we see her um start pushing back to charles xavier because charles xavier was really trying to hold her together um And this leads to her going back to her childhood home, seeing her father again, uh, where things go awry. And something that they spoiled in the trailer, the fucking trailer for this movie, where we see Misty get capped. Like, let's be honest. 
they might not have shown it completely, but they pretty much fucking alluded to that. They just showed her get capped. That's very fucking dumb. I thought that was stupid. I was like, why the fuck are you showing Misty get capped? Like, do we have to? Like, did we have to see her get capped? No, we didn't. But they did it. And we saw her get capped. Um, This shatters the X-Men. They completely uh, shatter. Uh, Hank teams up with Miss uh, Magneto. Um, the X-Men are just trying to get her back. Um, let me just save you the trouble. Uh, movie ends with Scrolls versus Magneto versus Charles Xavier's X-Men. And at the end of the day, Dark Phoenix tries to redeem herself. And then that's it. And then I think the thing that sucked the most was that this was this is a beloved storyline of the X Men uh, franchise. Very beloved. Everyone loves this franchise. Um, and for them to just really treat it like it's like it's nothing, man, that just pissed off a lot of fans. And then you're going out like that. Like, fuck, dude. Like, did you have to make this movie and then end on this bad note? No, you didn't. But you did. And it's just, fuck, man. Like, the cast was good. I like the cast in these movies. We have... The people from X-Men First Class. We have the cast from uh, Apocalypse. Like, we have a bunch of good actors and actresses in this movie. But it's just fucking crazy. Like, where did it all go wrong? Who... (laughs) Like, who decided... Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's because this film's budget was smaller... Than the previous film. Because the other one underperformed. And the executives didn't want to fucking put money out. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with it. Um, and granted they're right about it. Because it lost them 120 million dollars. Um, but yeah. This was our second go of it. And... They really shit the bed. Oh, the movie takes place in 92. So, almost the mid-90s. But, yeah, man. Like, they really just shit the fucking bed in this one. Um, I I just, I don't get it. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the X-Men property going into the MCU. Uh, They have... We have finally seen a glimpse of the X-Men property in the MCU. And Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart, making his debut in an MCU movie as Charles Xavier. So he exists. Um, so, yeah. They finally uh, made somewhat of an introduction 
which means that I don't know what they're going to do um, as far as bringing the X-Men to life. Uh, it's going to be interesting because you, we really don't know. Um, but I remember when I was watching this movie, I remember watching it in theaters too. I just remember thinking like, wow, you all made this movie and you felt comfortable with it. This is the, this is the movie you felt comfortable with putting out there. All right. That's, wow. That is, that's pretty sad. Cause fuck man. Like you are really shitting the bed with this one. Um, and I think what's crazy about this one is that, so the two actors, two of the main actors of the, the post X3 X-Men movies, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Michael Fassbender were not originally, uh, intended to come out in this movie, uh, because, uh, one, Jennifer Lawrence said that she was done playing Mystique, and... Um, I think the same thing for Michael Fassbender, but it's just, oh man, it's just crazy that this is the last movie that we got from Fox. Like I, to me, honestly, it felt like a real middle finger to the fans. That's what it felt like to me. Like you just gave the fans a huge middle finger for some odd reason. I don't get it. Uh, I wish I wish they could I feel like they deserve we deserve, the fans deserve an explanation as to why they did that. Maybe I'm looking too much into this. Maybe I'm a butthurt fan. But let's not forget the X-Men franchise is what really started this whole superhero craze we had Batman we had Superman we had some very shitty TV versions of Spider-Man Captain America Hulk uh, etc Iron Man but it wasn't until X-Men 1 hit at the box office that every studio Got their grubby little hands on some sort of property. Shout out Ben Affleck for that quote from Jane and Bob Strike Back. And if X-Men didn't hit, we wouldn't have gotten Spider-Man. We wouldn't have gotten The Dark Knight. Um, maybe we would have. Who knows? We wouldn't have gotten Iron Man. Like, who knows where superhero movies would have been. And it's, for me, it's just sad to see that this franchise who started this craze for superhero movies was ultimately left in the dust. And now we're just kind of like, we're, we're in limbo. I'm glad Hugh Jackman was able to say goodbye to his character. If anyone... Deserve to say goodbye. I'd say it's him. Um, Patrick Stewart. Um, Sir Ian McKellen. I've, those 
three guys I felt like deserved to say goodbye to their characters. I'm glad that they brought back Patrick Stewart for Multiverse of Madness because everyone, <laughs> the minute you heard that voice, you were, everyone was like, oh my god. Because his voice is just synonymous with Professor X. Um, Sorry, Ian McKellen, I'm glad we got to say goodbye to him and Days of Future Past. I thought he was great. Um, But yeah, uh, it's a shame that this franchise went out on its back like that. Uh, With Dark Phoenix and with uh, New Mutants, because that one was... That one was just a shit show of its own. Like, oh man, that one was... That one's worse than this one. I don't even want to do a review for that one. Because that one just was horrible. It was horrible. I don't even want to talk about it. That one was just plain out horrible. From start to finish. It was a shit movie. Um, And I hardly do reviews like this. I don't really like to do reviews on movies that I just don't like at all even uh secrets of dumbledore i didn't hate it was all right i thought it was dumb mostly because uh you switched out the tones for grindelwald and so johnny Depp brought a different tone to grindelwald while we got uh mag mads and it's just different tones i didn't like it it was, but I mean overall I didn't think the movie was horrible um, but this movie yeah this movie was pretty bad uh, I've been thinking about reviewing the X-Men movies um, I, I'm still thinking about it uh, I don't know why it's just it's a little tough for me to review stuff lately uh, not because I don't have the means but just because like I don't know, just getting the energy to, to get up and go. Um, me and Eddie will be reviewing Black Phone, which, love, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's amazing. Not amazing, I don't want to get your hopes high, but it's a really good thriller. Loved it, loved it. You'll hear more about it to m- whenever Eddie fucking posts it, but we are recording tomorrow. Um, but yeah, this was my review of X-Men. Dark Phoenix. We will see uh, what I re- what I review next week. Hopefully, I review something. Um, but yeah, uh, this was Fernando. This was your Wednesday rewind. Thank you for listening. Please check us out where you ever you get your podcast needs on YouTube, on Google Play, on Apple Play, on Spotify, anywhere you get them. Please check us out. I know Eddie's been recording some for the videos. So please check him out. This was Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut it.